Welcome to Behave Intelligently, an uncensored exploration of behavior in the workplace, life, and the larger world. I'm your host, Jay Johnson, and thank you for joining this week's edition where we're going to talk about frequently asked questions. Today's a special holiday edition of Behave Intelligently, and we're going to keep it short and sweet. So we decided to answer some of the questions that we've been asked by listeners, clients, and colleagues alike over the years. I'm joined today by some behavioral all-stars from COEA's creative group, Mr. Mark Garrison. Hello. Ms. Madison Bennett. Hi. And Stephanie Sim. Hello. Hello, team. So I thought it would be a little fun if we maybe answered some of the questions that we hear. So I want you all to fire out any questions that you hear, but I'm going to start this off with a question that I have heard asking about graphic design work. So we do a lot of graphic design work and Stephanie is an exceptional graphic designer. I have no idea where it comes from. So I want this question answered too. Where do you get your inspiration? Where do you, like, how does all of a sudden somebody says, I want this and it just comes to life and you're able to do that. Where does that come from? Cause I don't have it. It comes from spoiler alert, social media, kind of. So I follow a ton of design accounts um, like AIGA and other, other designers I admire, other organizations that put out wonderful stuff. And I, because this actually happened because I had, I've had trouble with this in the past. Someone would ask for something and I would be kind of lost uh, and out of, out of juice about how to approach it. And so I just started following um, a lot of design accounts that I saw produce great stuff. And now as I'm scrolling through social media wasting time on my phone, I just get a feed of inspiration mixed in with my daily news or my memes or my friend updates. And it's just a, a casual way to have pops of influence here and there, slowly ingrained into my normal scrolling. Now you use a lot of different things for your creativity because I know that you've recently jumped into a creative writing venture. I know that you do some other things. Like how does that play in with graphic design or because some of the stuff that we do is really, really corporate. And then, you know, other things that we're doing is a little bit more fun or a little bit more bouncy. Like how do you balance that? What I like about graphic design is that it's it can take influence from pretty much anywhere. So I, I actually come from an illustration background and I was really interested in animation growing up. I was raised on animated movies. And so I follow a ton of really wonderful concept artists and from them I see, oh my God, their use of shape and color and exaggeration in their character designs or in their environmental designs. How can I use that same sensibility in like a corporate flyer to make it look a little less corporate and a little more um, whimsical or uh, I guess creative writing helps a lot because graphic design um, is a tool to support the content and the identity of a brand and so um, if you have an understanding of creative writing and the magic of language then you could kind of elevate the language that is being highlighted on your promotional materials and so there's a huge interconnectedness that happens when all of these little pieces and all of these interests and passions of mine come together and um yeah it's fun every time i get to say well i'm gonna use this color today because i like art by this artist and it'll be my secret and no one knows that's where it comes from <laughs> that's that's pretty awesome 
Here's my question. I'm going to be like, I want the, the 60 second description history of the company. I don't want the, the hour long. We could do a whole episode on just the history of the company. Are you going to do that in the form of like a we're question? in, um, like your sales pitch kind of okay. Like that's 60 seconds. No more, no less. Coeus Creative Group was started in 2008. <laughs> we came at it from a perspective of wanting to help link the world together through better communications. Our original name was WorldLink Communications, but in 2015, after we had grown quite a bit, we decided to uh, formalize a partnership between the people that had helped to grow WorldLink Communications. Thus, we became Coeus Creative Group, and we exist now today to help people find behavioral intelligence and help them through their marketing campaigns and connections with customers, as well as the individuals within the company. I don't think I've ever heard you talk that fast in my life. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> you said be succinct. I only had 60 seconds. I think I did that in about 40, by the way. So I'll take my 20 seconds extra later. <laughs> Apply it to a different question. There you go. I'm banking it. Well, you can use the 20 seconds to talk about the name because we, or Mark can talk about our name because we often get questions like, how do you say that? How do you pronounce it? And of course it's coeus, you know, we say it on this show all the time, but the follow-up question is, okay, so what is it? I want to hear Mark answer this question and we'll see if his remembrance of the, the things that we went through matches my own. Cause it was, quite the set of events. It was a very intense day where we were locked up in a conference room trying to come up with the name of our new business. And we wanted to come up with something that uh, covered everything that we did in terms of services because our old name, uh, there was a disconnect and people were trying to understand how we did communications and training. And so, round and round, uh, all sorts of different words, variations, made up words, uh, random uh, descriptions were being generated on whiteboards. And we ended up, correct me if I'm wrong, Jay, settling on going down the path of what were like Greek or Roman God names, something that, um, wasn't a super popular name or a trendy name. It was something that was going to be a little more timeless in terms of the usage. And then started looking into what gods were gods of intellect, questioning, training, speaking. Um, I don't think they had a god of marketing and design at the time, but if they did, we would have looked into them. <laughs> And then stumbled across the one that's not really written about anywhere in history books. The Titan God of intellect in Greek mythology, Coeus. The person between the moon and stars that manages wisdom and intelligence. See, I definitely didn't I think hear the... about that one in the Percy Jackson book series. <laughs> right. No, nobody has heard about Coeus. And that's when we were like, huh, well, that kind of aligns with us. And well, we can kind of make that part of our history by creating a good description of Coeus. Yeah. 
was, I think, see, the part of the story that Mark leaves out was that was an intense day, but this was after two full weeks of us arguing and just debating and deciphering because initially we had a separate brand for our talent development division and a separate brand for our marketing division. So it used to be edutainable was our uh, talent development side and intrinsic marketing was our marketing side. And it took us a two full solid weeks to come up with those names. And then we laughed because it was like, how about Coeus? What's Coeus? Well, let's look at this. Oh, yeah, let's go. So after two weeks, we did at least get through Coeus Creative Group in a single day. And it's uh, it's definitely pronounced Coeus, Coeus, um, but we have heard numerous interpretations. So what are some of the ones that you heard that you like the best? I'll tell you mine later. Personally, when I was, I was just trying to avoid saying it. So I didn't want to get it wrong. <laughs> I just wouldn't say it. I asked you guys during my interview. I was like, this might be a dumb question, but how do you say the name? <laughs> and he still hired me. We get the. <laughs> I get it all the time. Um, I think I hear I hear coesis quite a bit. Um, I've also mm -hmm. heard coyus. Um, yep, I've heard cohesive. Yeah, there is no H in that anywhere. Or or a V sound. Sometimes you just gotta ask. Me. Yeah. <laughs> my my other favorite is cos, just straight cos. And I don't think any of these are technically pronounced wrong because I'm pretty sure that even in Greek uh, language, it's not coes. That's probably a fairly Americanized version of saying the name. But um, I always, I do find, I'm, I'm not going to lie, there is a little bit of humor in watching people try to pronounce it for the first time. So, uh, you know, as a, as a marketing and branding, it sticks in your mind for sure. So what I'm hearing is you intentionally picked a difficult name so you could assess people's behavior as they tried to pronounce it. We're going to call that an added after effect once we start <laughs> people. But yes, yes, I like that. One thing I will say, though, during the entire process of coming up with the company name, we used behavioral intelligence as our framework, trying to figure out what what the best process was, what represented our brand, what kind of clients we were looking for, and wanted something that uh, represented our behaviors. Yeah. We actually followed true to our model. <laughs> okay, so Madison, I know that you came from journalism. We often talk about that. What skills are transferable and what and what have you kind of left behind? Like, do you miss aspects of journalism and are you trying to incorporate them here or elsewhere? I know I just gave you a seven part question, but take take what parts of it you um, uh, latch on to. OK, so I mean, I'd say for transferable skills, um, you know, obviously I work with clients now. Um, I spent a lot of time just going out and meeting random people. So I've always had those people skills, um, but that doesn't only come from journalism. I have been in the restaurant industry my whole life. Um, and, you know, obviously writing. Uh, the one thing that is kind of hard for me to shake is following um, AP style, which is Associated Press. So there's like a lot of things in uh, my writing that I 
tend to follow um, just style wise. It's just the overall general way that all journalists um, write. And it's like our Bible. It's the one thing we follow. It's what you are is like ingrained into our brains when we're learning how to write. Um, the one thing that I do miss, I guess, um, journalism is very fast paced. Uh, that's why I love waitressing, I think, because I like just kind of always doing something. Um, and it's very spontaneous, I guess, is a word I could use, especially with what I was doing um, before I started covering local government. That I would say is not so spontaneous. Um, you kind of know what you're getting <laughs> unless like there's something crazy on the agenda. But when I was doing um, cops and, you know, higher education, you know, things were happening all the time. And I loved that. But it's a very hard career to do for your whole life it's just very demanding it's a lot of hours and with this I get to be more creative that's something I had to kind of uh learn to do with my skills um instead of being like just straight to the point very fact focused and based with my writing style um being more creative in that so that's been really fun to get to flex some of those muscles for people listening Madison's an absolute machine when it comes to cranking out all different types of writing like a true chameleon of whatever client needs your brain at the time. <laughs> and training descriptions. Yeah, hours <laughs> and, and hours of those. I think my favorite thing is when you came in and it was just like, okay, here's our clients. And our clients range in so many different industries. We have real estate, we have manufacturing, we have uh, Fortune 100 companies, we have small mom and pop shops. I mean, it is all over the place. And it was like, hey, Madison, here's 17 different personas that you're going to need to learn. And you were like, got it. <laughs> I, like, that was one of my favorite things was just watching you use your research journalism skills and then matching voice. And you did that just exponentially quicker than I think I expected or anybody else would have. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah. All right. Do, well, go ahead. Go ahead. I go. was just going to say that having those interviewing skills has allowed, it allows you to know like the right questions to ask you have to think like, what is someone going to wonder? Like, what are they thinking about when they're reading this? What are the, I have to think ahead of the reader. So I have to be like, well, what are they going to think about um, or question when they're on the website or they're looking for information? So it's a nice skill to have. I can't complain about that. <laughs> it's a nice skill for us to have. Let me tell you, <laughs> I, we're not going to complain about that either. All right. I've got a question for Mark that I, I get all the time. I'm kind of curious what your perspective is on it. Uh, how did the company come together? Well, I would like to say in a very organized fashion, but that wasn't necessarily the case. Uh, Jay and I met through the JCs and he had the business world link at the time. And he, at some event we were talking, I said I was working on a, building a website and he was like, oh, you build websites. That's good to know. And maybe a couple of weeks, maybe a month later, he calls me up. He's like, hey, I got a website that I need built. Do you think you can do it? Sure. At that point, I should have said no and ran for the hills because I didn't know how many websites I would then <laughs> be building. And uh, at that point, you know, we were just kind of building on the, the marketing division of the company because it had been primarily focused on training. And we were doing trainings 
on how to better communicate on social media, how to better do your, your marketing and branding. And people started asking us, well, that's great, but I, it's great information, but I don't have the time to do that. Do you guys know anybody that does that? No, sorry, we don't. And then Jay and I would, we had a conversation like, why do we keep saying no? We can do it. We know social media. We know marketing. And that's kind of how we started developing that. And then we slowly brought in other people that are now partners in the company. And it was just, like I said, it wasn't necessarily an organized plan. It was to meet demands, I think. And the fact that we didn't like saying no and turning away potential money. Yeah, that's, a, I think that's the, that's the number one question I get asked the most. Like, why do you guys, you guys do a lot of stuff. Like, how does this all come together? <laughs> well, and it, it was interesting because it was usually somebody asking the first time for some kind of service and they'd be like, Hey, do you, uh, you know, can you manage this project or whatever? And be like, well, we know a bunch of people who are really good at project management let's see if one of them would be interested in kind of hopping on and giving the project a try. So we'd work with them. And then all of a sudden they perform fantastically. And it was like, yes, we now offer a wide range of project management and event planning or, and then it was, well, do you do video? And we had some contractors that had done some video work with us. And it was like, okay, it's time for you to come on board. Stephanie ended up becoming a partner but she had a photography company and we needed a couple of graphics for some web and for some social and for some uh, different things. And I was like, Hey, can you put these together? And she did it and enjoyed it and loved it. And was like, okay, graphic designs, the direction now. So much to Mark's point, it was, uh, we're going to Frankenstein this together and then, you know, iron out the, iron out the, uh, the, the riffs eventually. So that. I like that. I like that you called it Frankenstein. <laughs> sort of what happens when you have a fire leading you. Hey, you know. <laughs> we, ju we jumped into that pool and then tried to figure our way out. That's true. But the thing that I'll say is, even from the very beginning, it always focused around behavior. And it was always utilizing that sort of concept of behavior to say, yeah, we can do marketing because we understand people. And if we understand people, that means we understand your clients. And if we understand your clients, we know how to influence them and we know how to message to them. And that was why, like, even at the very beginning, um, without, you know, as much of the, quote, technical experience of a company that had 30 years, we had so much experience with human behavior and so many different varieties. Other companies weren't able to match the kind of connections that we were helping clients build. So I think that's really what separated our credibility. So our training, our marketing, or anything else all comes from that place of behavioral intelligence. And that's really what, you know, when Jay approached me uh, about joining the team, it was interesting because I had been training on body language uh, separately from the company. I had been focused on um, topics and stuff that were all around people. And then he was like, oh, hey, I, I do body language training too. I was like, oh, I didn't know anybody else out there was doing that type of stuff where it was focused on the people. I spent uh, at that point in time, probably 15 years in the political space and the government space. And everything I was doing there was around the people. Uh, I was not a policy wonk. I was about working with local constituents, local community members, helping get uh, elected officials 
into office. And all of those strategies were about connecting them with the people where most of the other political consultants were just about the numbers and the facts and they didn't care. It was a client to them where I was more invested in helping the right people get into office that were going to work for the people in, in the communities they were running uh, running for. And that's where Jay and I think we connected really strong. And with him being a fire and me being an heir, I worked out really well. We'd sit, have conversations about new ideas, new processes, new things to do. And I'd be concerned about jumping in the pool. And then he would just be like, uh, dude, I'm already in the pool. <laughs> so, yeah. Might as well get in. The water's fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of, it's an interesting history that we've had and how it kind of came about. But yeah, from the start, it's always been about the people side of any of the services we offer. All right. Since we promised to keep this holiday edition short, why don't we do one final question that I want to hear everybody answer? Uh, and the answer to this cannot be nothing. So let's just preface that. But what is your favorite thing about working inside of Coeus Creative Group? I feel like the team um, is set on very equal footing. Like I came in and felt like you guys actually cared about what I had to say. Um, and to come into a design position and be able to make creative decisions is not really normal or like it's not it I haven't really seen it in many other places so like my first day coming in you guys were like hey we want you to, des to design the logos for our behavioral element system and I was like you trust me to do that and that level of trust and uh collaboration um is is a really great foundation yeah I I'm glad to be able to exercise creativity instead of be a little factory for other people's ideas that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, one of the best things that I can always say about leadership is get the right people and get the hell out of the way. So you were the right people. You were, you know, you demonstrated your value far before you ever signed on the dotted line with us. And uh, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, I say mine are around similar lines. Um, you know, it's a very collaborative environment. And um, this is a company, we're very small. Uh, so you guys really invest in us as employees and, um, you know, gen genuinely care about us, not only on like a work, work life, like a work side, like in our personal lives too. And it, I think it makes a huge difference. Oh, good. We've got you fooled. <laughs> Get back to work. <laughs> i'm gonna get awesome. locked in my, well we're not in the office but after this normally i'd get locked in my office again for the remainder of the day right right uh for me i would have to say it's the uh people focus whether it's internal or external people um i really you know as i was just saying like i really like that we focus on the people side of things and when you do that every day is different because it's always different people you're working with. And I don't like jobs that are just monotonous. You're doing the same thing or constantly sitting at a desk. You know, one day you might be sitting on the desk, sitting at the desk. The next day you might be standing in front of a, a room full of people speaking or uh, standing behind a camera filming something, you know, 
it's it's it varies it up and that's what's enjoyable it's almost like what we had talked about in the motivation podcast uh the previous one where we had talked about you know the monotony of doing the same thing over and over can sap a bunch of motivation yeah and when you deal with different people different types of people uh, around different topics uh it just always makes it fun and exciting and remember, this is coming from the introvert who really doesn't <laughs> care for people. Which is great. <laughs> so I I think it's the air quality coming out of you that, you know, likes the challenge of new problems and applying new solutions, whether that's introverted solutions or extroverted solutions. Probably. Solutions probably, you know, fare up more importantly. So I'm going to say, and I'm going to totally cheat here, but it's it's two things. The first one, since it is the holiday we're coming up on Independence Day, one of the things that I started the original company for was because I loved the independence. I loved the freedom, the autonomy to you know take on new projects or to look for different things. But I am going to go back to the people and say that it is 100%, I I, am in agreement with you, it's 100%, it is the people of the company itself that I would walk through fire for, and it is just something that every time that I work with such talented individuals, I feel inspired, I feel like I wanna do better, and it just kinda keeps me going from that side. And then the people that we serve, I mean, just the number of clients that we have seen completely changed their understanding of of their customers or completely changed the understanding of their own business model. I mean, we've even done the strategic plans that helped companies identify who they were because they didn't know and they'd been in business for years because they didn't quite understand their own behaviors or what they were really trying to get at. So the people for me uh, and that freedom that, you know, which sometimes doesn't always feel free, (laughs) but With that being said, uh, we want to hear from you, uh, our audience. We want to hear from you and we want to know what are the things that you love about your workplace or what are some things that you'd love to see changed. And you can email us at podcast at coeuscreativegroup.com and send us your thoughts. And, uh, you know, maybe we might even evaluate them or who knows, the next topic could be based on some of those different office things that you love or that we love together. So... Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Behave Intelligently. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you're listening. Let us know what you think. And if you want to learn more about Coeus Creative Group, visit our website or connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Tune in next time when we talk more about behaving intelligently.